Yo, it's the most dope show. It's about that time to get live. Take a break from your eight to five. Them other guys don't have the ability to rip it. We kick it. Three guys on representing with the most killer spirit. And we coming with the jokes. So you better grab a good pen and pad for your notes. And forget them other folks, cause we got the best quotes. Randolph does more than just jokers. He broke and he got the files. Tell Andy Klein to turn up the dial. I don't know where that boy Tim is now. Raising the daughter, he hella proud. Andy is straight up and Randolph ain't here for racist. When Tim Miller hit, that got funny as shit. The sock puppets always be there to assist. Too many to name, but they all of the shit. I guess I could try. Love me some Frankie French. Milner and Hay will be lit. I cannot forget about Petey and Chris. J.L. Covan with them Trump impressions. Riding Cameron coming from the black guy who tips. That's a whole damn nation, so they always near. Pop, pop, bang, bang. Getting green romaine. Three guys on sock puppet nation. Gang, gang. Yeah. <laughs> what up, Dominique? Randolph Terrence. I'm Andy Klein. And, and I'm Mike B. Hey. Mike B. <laughs> Three guys on. Not an intro song, but you sort of are now. <laughs> Happy <here>. Thursday. <laughs> if, if you freeloaders knew about Monday's podcast, you knew that uh, Mike just heard the intro. While he liked it, he was... <laughs> out of it. You haven't been on the podcast on enough the podcast for, the, for to, to make the to make the to roster. Make the, you'll make the next intro yeah. song. You made the roster yet? Yeah. When we ask when we ask Felt to do us a remix, then you'll yeah. make the you'll make the remix. Yeah. I, pre- I appreciate it'll that. It'll be like it'll be like Felt Fonte. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mike the five nine. Yeah. <laughs> Felt Phil will oversee it. Mike beats the house. <laughs> and one of the, and just one of the Migos. Yeah. Just and one in of fact, Migos. the only person named on that song will be Mike B. Yeah, just be all Mike B. <laughs> He'll just be uh, listening to Mike B. On the remix. <laughs> on the Mike B show. That's me. Happy Thursday, y'all. What's happening? Hope y'all are, hope your day is going good, you fucking freeloader. There's another free kid loaders. in the house so I can't holler at y'all right now. Oh, yeah, there's another child. We can't curse There's another child. child. Mm. Yeah. Two children. They're, they're, they're in the same classroom. They take, And they play soccer together. So. Oh, two, okay. two babies. Yeah. Two babies. They are two babies. Just trying to corrupt the daughter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> trying not to. Yeah. <laughs> Although her mother's from Boston, so. Oh, okay. The yeah. language kind of is, is freewheeling. Oh, really? So that's it's fine. That's fine. <laughs> we've sat to each other. We've sat next to each other uh, many times in soccer matches. Like at one of the soccer matches, like, she's she's played soccer. Okay, with her mother. So she's she's very much like, hey, do this, do that. And uh, the coach and one the first time she came in, coach was like, listen, um, <laughs> I can't have any of this. Uh, <laughs> it was funny telling the parents. Yeah. So then the uh, yesterday I was sitting next to her. And then she is, she's very restrained now. Mm-hmm. She just yells like, good luck. And then jokingly, she says, you know, I should be like a, I should be like a player, like a sideline coach. And I should just be, I said, no, Nathan. <laughs> she goes, you don't think I should just, I just I said, no, no. <laughs> I know this game. I said, oh yeah, I know you do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we all know. She was, now she was laughing when she said, I said, yeah, we know you do. Yeah. <laughs> we like you in this role. <laughs> But this coach sucks. <laughs> he's actually a very good coach, ah. Nate. He's a he's a good coach. He, he, so good that one of the coaches, one of the parents, complained about him to the commissioner. Mm. One of the opposing parents? No, one of our uh, one of our team parents. What would they complain about? Oh God, he knows too much. First game, first like the last practice, he was like, "Listen, um, I want the girls to, to understand now. Fifth grade, it's time to start taking this shit. Yeah, seriously, no more herd ball. He played." 
like college. And okay. He brought, he brought one of his boys in who played professionally in Bolivia to work with the goalkeepers. You know, he's well, pretty fucking Somebody who has one name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Here's Ricardo. Yeah, Ricardo. Ricardo and I went to college together. He was Ricardo. here on scholarship. He plays in Bolivia. He goes by Ricardo. Ricardo. <laughs> Ricky. You know, he brought one of his boys in to work with, work with the girls and stuff like that. And, uh, He's working with them just on movement and shit like that or practice. And he was like, listen, you know, if the kids don't make practice, then that's going to affect their playing time. He well, didn't say okay. they weren't going to play. Right. Yeah. He said it's going to affect their playing time, obviously. Yeah. You know, because now they need to start understanding. Makes sense. You know, that this is this is just what it is. And he was like, if I, if I, if one of the coaches, him and two other coaches, like, if I tell you guys to go on in, that you got to go on to play, I don't want to hear any complaining about it. Like, I don't want to. I don't want to play. No, you take your ass out. He didn't say that, but that's what I'm thinking. Like, you take your ass out there on that field. Yeah. And you play with other position. I tell you to play because this is what we need right now. You yeah. Know, you got to understand that now this is about a team. It ain't about you no more. You got to start getting these concepts in your mind. So right, you Ricardo? Take, so you can take them with C. C. Yes. <laughs> so, you can take these, so you can take these concepts further on into into middle school and then on into whatever you want to do with it. Yeah. This is where you start. One of the parents complained about that. Complained that it, he was he was saying that you need to try yeah. a little harder. To Went to the commissioner. Yeah. It's, what what is the nature of that complaint? They're still kids. They got to have fun. You're making it too too serious. It is. I was just telling uh, Ava that yesterday. Now they won their first game three uh, one. Okay. He's already to me. He's already showing dividends. He's right. He's pretty. Uh, what you got? A taser in your pocket? What is it? Oh no no no! Uh, it's a it's a vape. <laughs> you vaping now? Yeah, vaping. Yeah. Junkie. Oh no! I'm trying to keep myself from smoking cigarettes. Junkie. Oh, <laughs> so, like I said, junkie. Is it working? <laughs> well, I just started. Okay, but it keeps me from cigarettes. So, what's the flavor? What's your vape? Flavor? Uh, watermelon. Watermelon kiwi. <laughs> hey, let's see. Let's see. Kiwi. Kiwi yeah. watermelon. Yeah. Kiwi. I didn't know they had like Snapple Are flavors. Okay. I, oh yeah. I thought it was just like you know like real basic. Mm. I don't know. It was, I don't know. It was that advanced? No, 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 no. Kiwi water. So, did you try other flavors too? Uh, I just want the fruit, the fruit kind. Okay. And um, with like kiwi water, they got a strawberry banana. Okay. And they got these other different flavors too. It's mm. like it's like it's like Snapple. Junky. <laughs> anyway, so he he's uh he's working with them on movements and stuff like that. He's doing well. Right. He'll bring like a parent. Like I yes, the other day I went onto the field with him and just kind of just stand right there. You know, and I, you got to get around him if he's if he's the guy. You got to go. You got to you know that. Will Ricardo. Yeah. See. Yeah. <laughs> <I was, laughs> hey Ricardo, go sit over there. See. You know, Abel worked with him. He's a Abel, Abel plays goalie. So are they going to do anything the to goalies. the coach or huh? are they going to do anything to the coach, the commissioner, or are they just going to be like? I don't know what they thought the commissioner was going to do. <laughs> I don't know what you think is going to happen. What do you think is going to happen? No. I don't know. <laughs> He's you, trying to get the kids to do to put more effort into the game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Stop like, this. Y'all got to run more. The, the the field is bigger and the halves are longer. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, well, we got to run more. I was already like, oh, shit, I'm going to have to start. I'm going to have to start running with Ava. Yeah. I was already like, I'm going to have to start. If we got to start running around the block, I guess. Yeah. They were all running out of gas. Just, I'm like, we're going to start running now. <laughs> Shit. I guess they would just through practice get better stamina too, right? But they only practice once a week. Oh. If they're yeah. practicing every day, yes. Oh. They only practice once, once a, week a week. Because they're not, because it's not a school thing. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So I'm like, okay, well, we're going to have to start running around running around the block right. a couple times a week mm-hmm. just to build on our stamina. You know? Oh, we don't have any choice. Got to, yeah. Can't get that I'm scholarship. Like, yeah. Someone, yeah, yeah. Someone's gonna complain to the commissioner. She's yeah. running. 
<laughs> she's not <laughs> running she's off days. Well, they said I think they got mad because they said that she was yeah right because they they said uh he must he you run suicides and oh, I don't want them running suicides the kids yeah. running Plus suicides. People. I was like that's basic one hundred and one of sport yeah. is running suicide. They don't like the term maybe suicides. Right. We call them really sh- really fast movements. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right guys, line up we're going to do some running, back and forth. We're running suicides, you know. Up and downs, whatever. Now that kid in Maryland, they ran him to death, that motherfuckers. Mm. Yeah, the guy at the, the University football of Maryland. Team, that's why he's dead. They ran suicide suicide repeats, 110 yard suicide repeats. On the hottest part of the day, in full pads oh. at 290 pounds. And that's why my fuck son, are you doing? My son will never touch the pig skin unless. <laughs> yeah, it's it's the coaches, man. It's the mm. mentality. I'm like, what the fuck are y'all doing? Like, mm. and that coach is still employed, I believe. The head coach. I, I think he's think suspended. Got him yet. He's suspended, but he's still getting a check. He's the highest paid state employee in this in the state of Maryland. Yeah. That's crazy. I'm like, yeah, and a guy and a kid died on your watch on your yeah. team. It's your responsibility. These fucking coaches are always like, what "Well, mean? I don't, I, 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 I." am like, "You're the head coach." I don't recall if you everything. Give, I don't recall <laughs> if you give know. me a list of all the players that's on the, on the field. <laughs> I could tell you which one I died. Could tell you I, which one <laughs> I, know. Yeah, I know. We got a dead guy on our team. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't know. Yeah. I was at the office. I was checking by, by Yahoo email. Maybe he just sick in his life. I don't know. I, yeah, <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's your responsibility. Everything is your responsibility. That's why you're the head yeah. coach. That's why you're the head coach. So the buck stops at you, Joe Paterno. I, I didn't know. I didn't know. If you give me a list. A list, a list of all the children. It could be a printout. It <laughs> <laughs> could be a printout of all the kids. I know, maybe. I might know maybe a few of them. I don't know all of them. I don't even know where Jerry Sandusky lives. I've never been in his house. You've got to break a few eggs. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just the nature of it. Yeah. Bless. Did you hear Did you hear any parts or read any parts of the uh, Urban Myers sit down that he did? I didn't. I like, saw the article. You should stop talking. Because we're building his image, basically. Yeah, well, you should stop talking because yeah. yeah. he's not good at it. <laughs> his image now, I see, was clearly built on him being a winning football coach. Of course. And being a good Christian. Yeah. No one ever actually must have talked to him. <laughs> that's what I'm gathering. Like, well, this guy's an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> can, can I talk to you? It may not be for the best. You shut your mouth, man. It may not be for the best. Can I? Jesus. <laughs> if you write the questions down in a prepared statement, just, I can. <laughs> just stupid. I'm like, good lord, man. Don't don't speak. Stop. Yeah. Oh, he came back this week, then, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and he keeps running his mouth. He's trying to do the rehab interviews, and he's getting destroyed. I'm like, you've got to stop talking. First of all, you shouldn't have a job. No. Okay, but they want to employ you. Then I suggest you stop talking. <laughs> Just you do it, idiot. Um, Bill Belichick. Um, I'm not yeah. answer that question. I'm going to fall for that one. That was uh, on to Cincinnati. <laughs> <laughs> that was close. Yeah. Was got me look, at some of the ex- look at some of the excerpts of the answers that he was given. Like oh, all these articles. It's an old article. It's everything's about his comeback this week. That's the yeah. That's dig deep for Ugh. that. It was a on ESPN. It was a. Uh, it was a face-to-face video interview. Even worse, because you can see his face. You're like, you don't mean a word. Yeah. <laughs> you, don't mean, you don't mean any of this shit. Well, I didn't know that the girl was, I didn't know that she was. I was just trying to save a, I was just trying to save a troubled marriage. I, I didn't know. I, 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 on to Cincinnati. <laughs> um, it was a good game. We all could have played better on to Cincinnati. I don't. 
I know one thing: football. That's all I know. <laughs> I'm not. Too, I'm oh. not too bright on anything else. Hey, did your wife have anything to do with this? I don't. I don't you know. I just, uh, ask me football questions only, please. <laughs> if you sh- if you give me my wife's phone bill, I could tell you if she did or not. Why were you trying to erase all your text messages? I I, you know, text I don't even know what, what is a text message. What is a text message? Well, I was trying to take a picture. I had more space on my phone. I had more memory, so I, I figured I'd just delete the text messages to give me the space that I need. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, Urban. Message. I thought they were being backed Stop up. Stop talking, dude. I don't, how you, I don't even know how to use a BlackBerry. Yeah. To be honest with you, <laughs> I thought I was saving them. I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know. Look, I sometimes men got to hit women. All right. <laughs> Look, I'll, I'll say it. I'll say it. Final frustrated moment. <laughs> I'll say it. Sometimes, sometimes these bitches piss me off. <laughs> Final frustrated moment. You got to smack them every now and then. A little, little backhand. They never just hurt. Occasionally, nobody. you got every it. now and then. You know, should, oh, should I lose my life now because of my, my whole livelihood, my job? Yeah. Because yeah. of that. That's the that's the Judge Kavanaugh defense, which by the way, apparently the testimony is happening today. As far as, far as we, we know, know, as we're recording, they're supposed to get supposed to go down today. So that's, they can edit it. That's the Kavanaugh defense. Well, <laughs> oh, yeah. she's supposed to use his whole life because something he did in school. No, she's testifying on Thursday. Well, this this goes up on Thursday. Yeah, this is the Thursday episode. See, we're in a time warp right now. See, <laughs> see, and this the episode Ricardo? is a Thursday episode. See, <laughs> we're in a time warp. Um, so you trying to chime in? <laughs> Sit on down there. Yes, yeah, so depending on what people are listening, she might have already testified. Yeah, she may have already testified, or maybe still be ongoing. Maybe still going on. It was riveting um, for what I saw. Was, yeah, but that's the that's the scuttlebutt. The new the new defense is like, well, even if you yeah. did, then well, that part where she called him a fuckboy, I was like, whoa, whoa, so, that's, <laughs> pretty, right. that's pretty Christine, strong. You gotta, she had the Migo standing behind her when she said, <laughs> slow down. She, we was cooking it like it was stir fry at <laughs> the party. Whoa. <laughs> You know, that's that was the defense was why well, should he should he lose everything? I'm like, well, he's yes. not losing everything. He's just not going to be a Supreme Court justice. I mean, he's oh. still be he's hitting like, part, <laughs> like the second. He's court. not going to be a Supreme Court justice. He's that's still, what that he's still a federal judge though, right? He should lose that. Yeah, because he lied under oath. <laughs> this is not hard. Oh, tomatoes, tomatoes, whatever. <laughs> he lied <laughs> under oath. <laughs> he should not be a Supreme. He should go into private into the private sector and just go be a horrible person there. <laughs> That's what he should do. A lot of people do that. Yes, there are a lot of. I wrote them. a he book. Knows a lot of them. I wrote a book. Going to the private session, but you don't get to be a, you don't get to be a judge after you lied under oath. You don't get to do that now anymore. I was not part of Watergate. Yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I don't. At least I didn't do that. Why is it such a? I remember that. Seems to be a hard thing for them. <laughs> I do recall that his I wasn't life. There. His life's not ruined. <laughs> I was not part of Watergate. I do remember that. <laughs> Let me tell you some things that I do recall about myself. I'm a good Christian man. I recall that. I recall I that. I know about that myself. shit. I know that. I coach girls sports. I know that. I, only the girls. Only, the, only girls. the girls. I don't do the boys. The boys, no. No, they creep me out. They scare me. Here's something I recall about myself. <laughs> I'm, I, a, I'm a judge. I'm a federal <laughs> judge. I love this country. I recall that. I recall. I prefer to focus on what I do recall. I love America. I love. I recall that. I did order a Whopper the other day. I did. I recall that. I recall that. <laughs> With no tomatoes. I don't like tomatoes. It was late. I was in the car. I was jamming to some carpenters. Air drumming. Air drumming to the carpenters. Air drumming to the carpenters. And uh, you know the girl played drums. Yeah, she played. You know that right? Yeah, she played drums. So, yeah, yeah. I don't know what the boy you know, did. Sometimes with the girl. Sometimes girls. What's that hit. girl's name? Karen Carpenter. 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 Okay, Karen. Karen Carpenter. I Karen. remember that. I recall you sure that. Sure, it's Karen. Yeah, okay, I recall. I don't remember the brother's name. No, don't, don't know what the brother do. I don't do brothers. Yeah, perhaps my friend Mark Judge remembers the brother's name. I don't recall. Ugh. I don't want no parts of the testimony. I'll tell you things that I do recall. I love Nationals baseball. Oh, we forgot to talk about the Kavanaugh that. defense was uh, the evil lookalike. 
<laughs> we forgot he, to talk he, he about that. put out the R. Kelly defense? We forgot to talk about that. <laughs> that is the R. Kelly defense. You know I, I got a brother that looks just like yeah, you. Yeah, you know, you know, he's got a twin brother. I would, I would never pee pee on anybody. That's not me. I don't know if y'all knew this, but I got a brother that looks just like me. I forgot that that was the R. Kelly defense. <laughs> I forgot about that. How you know that was me? <laughs> I got a twin brother. I ain't never seen this twin brother. Dan. <laughs> he was the same as me. He has a goatee. His allies popped out the uh, that he had a lookalike that had committed the sexual assault of which Kavanaugh had been accused. Ed Whelan, president of the Ethics and Public Policy Think Center Think Tank. President of the Ethics <laughs> and Public Policy Center. Think Tank and former clerk to the Supreme Court Justice Anton Scalia spent much of the week hinting that he could disprove Dr. Ford's accusations that Kavanaugh had drunkenly insulted her at a party with the two teenagers on Twitter. Whelan said it was compelling evidence and predicted Democrats to be positive. And Kavanaugh political reported that Whelan was so confident he told at least three associates his confidence level in his associates was close to 100%. Wait, hold on, read too fast. What? <laughs> he said what now? He's reading the small Democrats would be positive. Political reported that Whelan was so confident. That he told at least three associates that his confidence level in his assertions is close to one hundred percent. Oh well, <laughs> that changes everything. Conservative media oh, lit he's up the, one the prospect checked. that Whelan, regarded at least until now as a responsible commentator and political operative, had proof that would subtly issue in Kavanaugh's favor. He checked like floor plans on Zillow, right? Is that that yeah. dude of yeah. like houses in the area to to narrow down where it happened? Right. And then he said it it was another kid. Yeah, he laid out his theory in a now-deleted Twitter thread that suggested Ford was indeed <laughs> assaulted, but by another Georgetown prep student who looked like the teenage Kavanaugh using a floor plan found in a Zillow listing of Google Maps. Yeah. Whelan claimed to identify the house described by Ford in her account. Whelan named the man he's accused of. Most news organizations have chosen not to. Yeah, because it's kind of a real piece of shit move. <laughs> and we're like, we don't need to put this guy's yeah. business in the street, it was, do we? It was Carl. He did it. <laughs> Over there. You know Carl. Look, he looks you just like Carl. Brett Kavanaugh. He has on a hoodie. <laughs> <laughs> he has on a hoodie. He's got a- Ford immediately dismissed the claim in a statement saying that she knew both Kavanaugh and Carl. <laughs> and there was zero chance she would have confused them. Carl's a good dude. Yeah. <laughs> On Friday morning, Whelan deleted the thread after hours of criticism, even by allies of Kavanaugh. Commentators point out the risk of the man he had named, who has not spoken publicly about accusation, could possibly press a claim for defamation. I made an appalling and inexcusable mistake of judgment in posting the tweet thread in a way that identified Kavanaugh's Georgetown prep claimsman. Sorry, Carl. <laughs> I take full responsibility for that mistake and I deeply apologize for it. I realize that that does not undo the mistake. No, it doesn't. But what I, what that does do is, because that eliminates that the why she wait so long right. argument. Because when they, when they say why she wait so long, what they're trying to say is it didn't happen and she's misremembering or making it up. Right. So what he's saying is she did get assaulted. Yeah. yeah. So he's actually helping right. her, case. Her, her case because he's saying that no it is believable yeah. that someone would would remember right but they just, she didn't remember exactly yeah, she didn't get but the right she, person yeah but she did that remember and people don't make things up after 35 years she didn't just make this up and like people are saying this carl actually happened to her <laughs> yeah carl carl can i <laughs> you know carl <laughs> and so he actually sort of undermines the the whole idea that uh, if, she, if it really happened, she would have said something 35 years ago and she's making it up to bring someone down, all that stuff. He's actually saying it's credible that this happened to her. It's just her memory of who did it. And then well. here comes Orrin Hatch. I think she's mistaken. I think she's she's mistaken something that I don't know. I mean, Why would I don't know her. Yeah. <laughs> Why would you think that? Yeah. You think that because this fucking dude told you that. Right. 
Uh, there's no way Brett Kavanaugh could have done anything bad. I mean, he took me to a Nats game and all expenses <laughs> paid. And then cute. the Washington Post published an op-ed from conservative columnist Kathleen Parker headlined, headline, is there a Kavanaugh doppelganger? A sincere piece wondering whether or not Kavanaugh had an evil twin wandering the D.C. suburbs. Could there have been another kavanaugh looking teen at the house that night who oh might have attacked four? God. There's three Kavanaugh's. <laughs> <laughs> the plot thickens. Well, I've, never, I've never liked Kathleen Parker. She's a She's a, a, a Confederate flag apologist. She's a Southern man apologist, but she's very nice and she she speaks she speaks well. Right, and she has a pretty smile. So people let her get away with saying this shit. It's that thing about politeness. You can say all kinds of evil shit as long as you say it politely. Right. That, what kind of evil horseshit is that for her to, to just a day later you write a you write a thing after this? Right. You know. Maybe there's a doppelganger running around. Maybe. Are you sure? A, another kid. And well, she got everything else right about the story. Everything but, right except for that. But the identity of who did it. Pieces of shit. It was Carl. <laughs> it was Carl. You know Carl. You know Carl. Creepy yeah. Carl. Creepy Carl. Yeah, CK. Yeah. You guys know Carl. Come on. Stop it's, acting like you don't know Carl. It's Carl. You know Carl. And you know what Carl's about. Man, Carl, go back. <laughs> we go we go fly fly fishing. <laughs> Do we have any emails? We got a couple. One we got was actually a comment on Patreon, which I'll pull up. Mm-hmm. Um, and we got another. another we can email talk about well. this political ad with the the six family members. <laughs> Dude, you ain't shit. All his siblings hate him. All his siblings like you ain't. Shit. In fact, that's what they said in that. Well, he ain't shit. <laughs> you ain't shit. All um, your siblings hate you. We got a comment on Patreon. I love Pop Pop's stories. Everybody does, honey. When, when my daughter <laughs> we was, love them too. <laughs> when my daughter was three years old, she burst in on her dad in the bathroom and blurted out, you have a nice penis. <laughs> he was probably... It rhymes with meanness. Lena's <laughs> a meanness. He was properly disturbed, but she told him to say thank you. Kids are funny. She, told, she made him thank her for the compliments. There you go. Um... That's a classic Elton story. We got a an email from. Oh, this is a follow up email. We had an email about the uh, the squatty potty. Oh, from, nice. Uh, hmm. From Nathan. I needed one the other day. Follow I was up about it. Hey y'all, I'm following up with a link to the bidet hose I have in my place. Uh, Mike B, you're doing some home improvement work. Maybe you want to look into this. <laughs> look into the bidet potties. It was super easy to install. Amazon has a lot of options, but this was cheap. Enjoy. And I'm going to click the link, and this is going to mess up all of my Amazon recommendations. <laughs> you want to get a bunch of bidet. Uh, <laughs> we see you enjoy bidet hoses. And so here's what it looks like. It just looks like, I guess he just, does it hook into the sink maybe? Hmm. It just looks like a shower thing. Yeah. Okay. Um, brush nickel. <laughs> Classy. Oh, okay. So it sits on the wall like this. And I guess you just... Um, oh, I've seen those. Yeah. You just spray yourself down when you're done. <laughs> Keep a towel nearby, I guess. Okay. This is, myself off. And this is how it sits. This is how it hooks to the toilet. Okay. So I guess you have... You can just pull water from yeah, but the... but is that a squatty potty? No, no. This is the bidet hose. But that's this a is, bidet hose, but is that a squatty potty along with it? No. No, no, no. You got, that's a set. You got to... That's sold separately. But this hose... I mean, look at it. It looks like, uh, you know... It's, they're spraying it into the toilet to show you kind of what it looks like. Mm-hmm. 
So you have that combined with the Squatty Potty for yeah. the ultimate experience. Yeah. Now, <laughs> this one being nineteen ninety nine, I think you got to keep towels nearby. Okay. Being nineteen ninety nine, I'm assuming this one uh, just gives you cold water. Don't use a white towel. That's, that's gonna be bad. Well, it depends on how good the hose is. <laughs> but I feel like there probably are better ones out there that are more expensive ones that will you know warm the water up for you, perhaps. <laughs> that's. <a> st- <laughs> um. Bidet set, including solid brass valve, heavy-duty ABS material sprayer, flexible hose and sprayer. Um, this handheld sprayer is made of heavy-duty ABS, which is leak-free and resist resist to too high pressure and avoid blasting. The solid brass valve with water pressure control, shut off, etc., etc. Um, and then there's a whole world of related bidet products. What are the what are the ratings? This is, this doesn't have any ratings. Interesting. No reviews. I used one when I was in Iraq. Oh, did you? Yeah, it was it was, it was experience. Once you use it. <laughs> well, you got to try the squatty potty. We talked about that a couple of weeks ago. Um, I, th- I think that's where you start, and then you get in, you get into the whole world <laughs> of uh, bidet and squatty potty. And what's the squatty potty? Uh, it's it's like a it's like a basically so a footstool. Like, I'm sitting like this. Your mm-hmm. feet are up on a stool. Things, I got my feet up like this. You're okay. in more of a squat position, right. which is more natural for your body, and things just flow out. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Squatty potty. Because if you ever have to go and you're trying to hold it, don't squat because <laughs> it'll just flow out. Um, our final email came from Ka. K A Ka. Hey, uh, I feel like we've had an email from Ka. We have, yeah. And yeah. the title of the email is A I A Y E Y E. Hey, Randolph, White Andy, Tim Miller, question mark, and or sock puppet. Long sock. ass email incoming. Not a sock yet. Yeah. It's a, a, a good, strong guest. Yeah. <laughs> Closing in on sock status. <laughs> Episodes 760 called Slaps and 761 called Calm Up are hands down two of my favorite episodes ever. Those are the ones where it was me, Dominic, and Tim. Those are good episodes. Um, I've been having a rough time lately and, and have listened to these episodes at least four times just to cheer me up. I feel bad now. I wasn't part of that. Well, this is why, this is what made them, from the way that old racist guy in Uganda said, bitch, (laughs) I think that he's a disciple of Kenny Red. (laughs) 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 Young bitch. (laughs) Um, Yeah, we spent a good half hour on that video. All right, listen, that was funny. (laughs) Uh, Questions. Freeloaders won't know anything about this. Number one, is it possible to have Charity Charity Sade as a jar slash sock puppet? Absolutely. Tongue twister. Charity Sade as a jar slash sock puppet. I loved her appearances on The Woke Files. We have had her as a regular guest once. She came in as a guest once. Um, But she hasn't. We have talked about bringing her back. So, yes, Charity will be back. But for those of you who want to hear Charity, you can go back, uh, if you're patrons, listen to two Woke Files episodes with her. Mm -hmm. Number two, can we hope for a Woke Files episode with Dr. Ibram X. Kendi? I have tried to make that happen already. Yeah. He's a very busy man these days, but I have tried to make that happen. Uh, I'm still trying. Have you showed up at his house? I haven't done that yet. (laughs) In the bushes? Uh, Charity just sent me an email right now. Um, Ka says, while it was a fantastic recommendation from Randolph, it's definitely not bedtime reading. That's Kendi's book. Which is when I actually read. I'm in the middle of it and find myself having to take breaks because it's just too infuriating. Also, Politics and Prose was a great podcast recommendation. Sorry for the long-winded email. It wasn't even that long, dude. No, she must listen to Ibram's, uh, Ibram's thing on Politics and Prose. Yeah. You guys are awesome. Ka. 
Um, is ca- uh, I'm male assuming cause either or. Yeah. Person. <laughs> yeah. Person must have listened to Ibram. Yeah. So. Um, Ibram, excuse me. Charity will Ibram. be back, and uh, yeah. And if the, I can get Ibram X Kennedy, you know what? Tweet at him. Oh, other people, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, other people start tweeting at him. Yeah. So he is on Twitter, Ibram. Yeah. Let me let me get his Twitter. I B R A M. Yeah, let me get his Twitter handle right now. Ibram X Kennedy. Uh, if if he agrees to do it, we'll get him. We'll buy him a bidet hose. I will buy him a bidet hose. Just as a little gift, a little. Well, well let me you. let me say it like this: You will buy him a bidet hose. I'll buy him <laughs> because we'll bidet be going hose. into your. No, I'm talking to the to oh. the listeners, not not listeners. you freeloaders, but <laughs> yeah, the the patrons. His his Twitter handle is Doctor Ibram, Doctor D R I B R A M. Yeah, at Doctor Ibram, D R I B R A M, Doctor D little R capital I B R A M, Ibram X Kendi. K E N D I. Professor, he's a professor here in town. He's here. Yeah, he's local. So it's just that he's, you know, he's he's a professor and he's speaking a lot. School year just started. Right, and he's speaking a lot. So and now he's he's got like a guy you got to go through. <laughs> I can't. Just oh, he's him. got a guy. <laughs> but if you guys tweet at tweet at him, maybe he'll tell me you you'd like to hear him. Yeah. On the three guys on. Talk to Randolph Terrence on Three Guys On. I have yeah. tried to get in touch with him, so we'll see. Take his class. I would love to take his class. And just record sure. every interaction you have. Yeah, I'd love to take his class. Got a question, sir? <laughs> love to take his class. How you been? <laughs> you good? <laughs> you good? Yeah. Tell me a little about yourself. Where are you yeah. from? Where are you from? <laughs> oh, your, is that true? Hold on. Your background? I heard you wanted to play basketball. I heard yeah. that was your thing. You wanted to be a basketball player. Yeah. Let's you let's always have those dreads? Talk about that a little bit more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you always have those dreads, did you? <laughs> uh, three guys on a Gmail if you want to email us, or you can uh, leave a comment on Patreon if you're a patron. We'll read it usually. I'm, I'm gonna email y'all from a, from a, my ghost account. Yeah, oh, you can just yeah. ask for Mike B. <laughs> <laughs> you guys should have that guy Mike B. Hey man, <laughs> screw Abram Kendi. You guys need to have more Mike B. Why is he not in a theme song? God, <laughs> we need more Mike B. God, he should be in a theme song. Hashtag B want B. We want B. Abram Kendi's saying that the only thing we think wrong with black people is that we think there's something wrong with black people. That was a revelation for me to hear. Said said like that so matter of factly, right? Because when I was watching the shop, I remember thinking that when um, uh, Draymond 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 Green Green. when he said when he said uh, well you know black people we just we don't help each other look at the Jews the Jews help each other and and (laughs) and he was like. Was that only one episode? John of the Stewart show? was. I've only seen one so far. Yeah, I think John I got Stewart one was like, out. no, you know. And I wanted. To, I wish I could have been there just to say, "Hey, Draymond, <laughs> you want to know what the problem is with black people? We think there's a problem with black people. There's nothing wrong with black people, man. <laughs> like, oh man, come on. <laughs> nothing nothing looked, wrong with black people. Draymond looked like that guy. That Don't even think about like kicking at me, <laughs> okay? Because oh, so, I'll kick you back. Speaking of which, <laughs> and I have you. I have you guys here. Uh huh. And I'm here. Uh. If y'all don't mind, I want to talk about this Cat Williams Kevin Hart thing. Did you sure. S- yeah. Did you hear about the? Did you hear the? Well, you heard the Cat Williams interview. I've heard the Cat Williams. I didn't listen to the to the Kevin Hart. I, the, I read some quotes from. Kevin Hart. I did read. I did read quotes, but I was he on the Breakfast Club with Charlemagne and then yeah. I believe he was. Yeah. Okay. And um, so he was talking about um, well, it was a few things. He was talking about how you know, uh, as black people, we 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 want 
certain things in Hollywood, and then when we're doing it, then you you basically shit on the people that's actually doing it or getting their shot. That's what Kevin Hart was saying about Cat Williams. I don't agree with that. I don't think it's. I don't. Anytime when somebody says that it's black people who do this, other black people, I don't agree with that. Every group shits on every everybody inside their group. Yeah, it's that simple. And sometimes shitting on somebody is that I just I don't like you. Yeah. But don't turn it in. <laughs> stop turning it into a it's a it's a black people thing. It's yeah. not. We're no we're no we don't do anything any worse to anybody else than anybody else does to anybody else. Mm. See what I'm saying? Does that make yeah. sense? Did I say that right? Yeah. It's we don't um, do anything. We don't do anything any worse to anybody. We just don't. This is a that's a misnomer. Now the reason why you might think that is because you only tend to deal with black people. And that's right. on you, because <laughs> the people around you are only black people. So it seems like only black people are shitting on you. I'm like, yeah, because you only fuck with black people. And really, it's just more of a a people thing. It's right. just what people do. Right. Yeah. And also, I mean, there's a lot of talk about it's not necessarily what Kevin Hart was saying, but the whole crabs and barrel thing. Mm-hmm. Of like, I hear that a lot. I hear I that on the open mic level. Yeah. I hear that from people like they're always gonna try to hold you back, and the crabs. It's like some people, when they say shit like that, when they say like it's just crabs in the barrel trying to pull you back down. It's like, what makes you think you would have got out? Yeah, like you might not be that good. Like yeah. maybe that's the reason you were held back. It's just something within your maybe skill the, set the barrel wasn't good enough, and so you can. It's easy to say they didn't help me or they pulled me back down when the truth might be you just weren't good enough mm-hmm. or just sometimes dumb luck entertainment is a lot of randomness right right it's a t- it's a ton of randomness right someone just happens to see you or friend of a friend and it's not about any of this other stuff so granted helping people out is a, is the friend of a friend thing but mm-hmm. you know how many people can mc hammer helped 60 people out yeah. Went broke. He broke. You know, like how many people you, is enough? What is the right. number you're supposed to help out? Right. You know, give opportunities to. And people get opportunities, and sometimes those opportunities don't come through. Yeah. If someone gets you, if Wanda Sykes gets you a development deal mm-hmm. to develop a sitcom, and you sit in your room and you th- try to think of a good sitcom idea, and you can't think of a good one, or you think of one you think is good, but network passes. Is she gonna? Is she supposed to keep getting you development deals? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she got something for you. We know somebody that, that people pass. We know somebody who got, um, got put on auditions right. for Last Comic Standing. Yeah. Kathleen Madigan got this person on auditions with Last Comic Standing. Kathleen Madigan did it more than once. They still have to because she liked this person. Yeah. And he got there and he didn't deliver repeatedly. Or let's say he did deliver, but the network was like, "Yeah, you're not right for our yeah, show. You're not what we want." In this case, he didn't deliver, right? But but, <laughs> but even still, like it's just sometimes but you get there, you deliver, and you're not the thing. She people, just got you. All she's gonna do is get your foot in the door. You but they can't give you everything. Right. They give you one yeah. thing. They give you two things, and then there's someone else that want to give one or two things too. And a lot of stuff people get don't come through. You know, there's a lot of people in music who kind of had interest from a record label, and then that guy quit. The their yeah. guy quit, and then the record label. Some people made an album. They get an album made, and then the record label gets bought up by another record label, and they don't care about the subsidiary anymore, and mm-hmm. it gets shelved. And it's like, well, okay. That's the randomness of it. So people can help you and still not get you on. People can help you, and you're still not famous. That's what 20 Feet from Stardom is all about. Right. You might be super talented and have that's Sting. A great, that's a great Netflix special. Watch you Sting could be your biggest backer, feet, but Sting can't give you the just give you a career he can yeah. say let me put you on things i can help get your record made and then people don't buy it 
you know you get a sitcom idea networks pass so what happens you know yeah yeah but do you think cat came off as uh the um bitter old comic he's a shit talker he's a shit talker but yeah. he always has been that person yeah That's i don't his, know what he has to be bitter about coming right off of winning an emmy yeah but <laughs> Does any but did anybody listen to the substance of what he was saying? No. <laughs> you know, that's that's what I would think. When Kevin comes and Kevin says, uh, you know, we do we hold each other back and this and that I first of all I like it's like Andy was saying, I've never I do not agree with that. Mm-hmm. That smacks of respectability politics, which Kevin endorses. Mm-hmm. Um and Kevin has made a lot of deals to be in this game that a guy like Kat's not making. Yeah, you know, Kevin's made deals. Kevin has said, "I don't do political humor because everybody, everybody want I want to be relatable to everybody." Now he said that, okay, mm. which which smacks to me of Republicans buy sneakers too. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't respect that. So if he's just said, "I like Brian Regan," when I asked Brian Regan, "Why don't you talk about this?" So that's not what I do. That's all. I just it's not what I do. And they ask Brian Regan about cussing, and Brian Regan says. I don't have a problem with anybody who uses any kind of language. I just don't. Mm-hmm. But I don't have a problem with anybody who does. But for for Kevin to say, I'm not going to do this because I want to appeal to, to because uh, I don't want these people to not like me. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, that smacks to me of I'm now I'm chasing the dollar. I'm chasing I'm chasing those those people's last because now I'm chasing the dollar. Okay, I guess I don't respect it. You know, a guy like Cat Williams is, I'm going to say this shit here, and uh, I'm going to build this fan base, and fuck it, (laughs) you know. Um, I won't say that Kevin is not a a great comic. Kevin is a great comic. Yeah, I saw saw him um, last night. He'd be stupid to say he's not. He's a great comic. You saw him last week? Yeah, at the um, Capital One. I just don't agree with that. (laughs) I don't agree with that. Oh, it was amazing. I was more into his um openers, um Joy Wells, um right. Spank and uh uh Naim. Naeem. Yeah, he's Naeem. the same he brings the same dudes with him and that's fine. Yeah. You know. Well then Leslie Jones popped in and said, Well, he helps dudes but he doesn't help women. Yeah. So maybe. I mean he's he has helped his some his of his guys. friends out. You know. Does he have a girl that he's he's putting now he gave Tiffany, Tiffany money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, he gave her money, helped her get an apartment and shit like that. So but I don't know. But what is he supposed to do? Is is it his job to help women? Also, is it like is it a competition now? Say, like, well, he helped Tiffany this much, but he didn't help someone else Just this, this much. much. And you know. Chris Rock helped Leslie Jones get SNL, and Kevin Hart didn't help Leslie Jones get anything. Anything. So it's, you know. it's like, well, are they in competition? Like a like to see who's the most helpful? Right. <laughs> I'm you super know? helpful. I carried their groceries to the car. <laughs> right. 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 Yeah. I'm strong. <laughs> you know? It was the show was amazing though. It was it was an amazing show. Uh, it, it's just funny how you know, I'm used to the black box, you know, mm-hmm. comedy theater, yeah, mm-hmm. club thing, where he just kind of turned it down to like he really is like a comedic rock star now. Mm-hmm. The way he didn't set the stage up and then is in is in arenas and everything. He had fireworks and pyro and all this other craziness and screens all over the world, so you can see. Yeah, like if you're it far was away, Kevin Hart who told him to, no, not Kevin Hart, it was uh, Jerry Seinfeld who told him to use the screens. I mm. remember that on Comedians in Cars. Yeah, he put the screens. The screens, and they were talking technically about something, and he did the next one. Yeah, yeah, the next one he had the screens. That way, you can actually see his facial expressions, which actually helped too. So it's like you're watching them on TV. 
Yeah. But you're not. You're there live. Yeah. You know, so I'm good for him. Mm-hmm. I'm good for Cat Williams. You know, if you want to put people on. Now, Cat is a dude that does take women on the road with him. But it's the same group of women, mm-hmm. from what I can see. Melanie Camacho, Lunell. Uh, he had Leslie opening for him for a while. Yeah. And for whatever reason, he stopped. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows why? She's on the SNL, though, right? She, she writes SNL, right? Yeah, so that's she's probably on SNL, yeah. you know. But I don't know why she stopped. But she said, "Didn't need to keep my name out their mouth." Yeah. <laughs> she said that. So, yeah, it's just at some point, it's like any beef. It's like, all right, guys, you know, whatever. Yeah, like you know, it's a, Cat Williams is a shit talker. His act is his him talking shit. His bravado. Yeah, you know, so he yeah. does that all. He was on a radio show and he did some more of that. Yeah, and he sort of walked back a little bit of it. The Tiffany Haddish stuff. He Tiffany he did. Yeah. So it's whatever. Yeah, I mean, he apologized. Everything is is. Um, he may not think she's a, she's that good a comic and quite as kept. I don't think she's that good of a stand up either. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just on the stand up level, mm-hmm. I don't think she's that. I don't. She's not somebody I'm checking to go see. Everything is using uh, wrestling as the template now, <laughs> like beef, of like even like news stations with the heads in boxes yelling at each other. It's everything's like a wrestling promo. Yeah. So it's like, oh, here's how we're gonna how we're gonna promote our new thing. Start talking shit, beef, <laughs> Machine Gun Kelly, Eminem, you know, on and on. All these fucking beefs. Duh. It's just at some point, it's just like, okay, you're just it's just this is what you this is what a radio interview is now. Yeah, is a shit talk session. When I, um the um the midterm uh, commercial they do on MSNBC with Steve Kornacki. Yeah, it's 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 a mirror image of the uh, Royal Rumble promo they do in the WWE. It's like <laughs> it's twenty three states to flip <laughs> for the Democrats. The magic number is ten for the House. Right, <laughs> and it's like what are y'all talking? About? Well, Why you know, mean cheating. <laughs> like, Wait a minute, all we need now is Tony Schiavone. What is happening right now? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I feel like politics went the WWE route a long time ago. Like oh, just yeah. everything turned into just people yelling. Back and forth, and then who wins? Who's the best yeller? You know, who wins that? Who wins that round? Find out next week. <laughs> <laughs> I yell good. I'm going to run for office. Um, so I know I love Steve Kornacki. Thank you. <laughs> Roll, he rolls up his sleeves. Yeah, he rolls up his yeah. sleeves. He's, He's good with numbers. Yeah. I guess. He's kind of a nerd. <laughs> nerd. <laughs> I love Steve Kornacki. <laughs> like, like, and, then got, <laughs> and then we've got, hold on, we've got Madison County. Yeah, yeah, check it in. Oh, my God. Oh there's my God. numbers out there, people. Ma- there's a Madison County. What's interesting there is if you look 43 years ago <laughs> how they voted compared to how they voted now. It's like, dude, how do you? <laughs> hold on. Let me just zoom this screen out real right. quick. Right. You see that house right there? If the other two people in that house vote, <laughs> this could flip to blue. <laughs> like what? Now, let me tell you something. In 1998, the other two people didn't vote. <laughs> they did not vote. In Statistically. Fact, they hadn't been born yet. <laughs> so here we have a situation where on this street in this house, we have two more people who were not even alive in 1998 who possibly could vote now. I'm looking at you, Caitlin. <laughs> Can we get a screen on her? Can we get a camera on her? All right, let's zoom in. Let's zoom all the way in. Let's zoom all the way in. Oh, Kayla needs to get her tonsils removed. We're looking all the way in her throat. All right. And we're back. <laughs> we're back. Let's zoom back out. <laughs> now we're going to go to Colbert County. Let's go all the way across the country to Colbert County. We'll zoom in here. Now, if you remember, 
We don't remember. We don't remember. <laughs> if you remember back in uh, 1981, what they did. No, no we have no idea what we're talking about. We talk about no, Steve Kordak. We talk about. You know every county's history? <laughs> I don't know what This was red. This was red. This is red county. Let me see what Obama did in, 20, in 2008. Let's zoom in on this street. Now, if you remember, last time we had an election here, this was a two-way street. Now, it's a one-way street, which makes it harder for these people to get to the polls. Is that what happened? Because they can't turn left when they come out of the driveway. Yeah, uh, there was a pothole right there. There's a pothole of construction. <laughs> Some of them are trapped in their homes. <laughs> I don't remember. Back to you, Rachel. Now, <laughs> now, if you look over here by the Wilson residence, there's a dog park right next door. If any of the people in this house are afraid of dogs, they may be afraid to go out to the polls. There's a dog park right there. It wasn't there four years ago. Yeah, I assume. It wasn't there. Four years ago, it wasn't His there. hand bandaged up. It was because of, actually, Democrat policies that the dog park was installed. They put in the Democratic mayor, and they sold a dog park. And now anyone in the street who's afraid of dogs might not be able to vote. Back to you. <laughs> Let's zoom back out. Back to you, Chris Matthews. <laughs> That dude, all he does is interrupt. He asks you a question, interrupt you in the his, middle of use. <laughs> his dry cleaner probably just hands his shirts back with the sleeves already up. Already rolled up. Like, we're, we're, not, we're tired of rolling them down every time, dude. We're just going to keep them like this. <laughs> let me loosen my tie. Let me, let me take it off all the way. <laughs> I broke my fingers, but it's okay. I can still get, this is not my calculator hand. My calculator hand is right here. My right hand. <laughs> all right, guys. Let me push my glasses up, up the bridge of my nose a little bit. Play this ad, man. This political ad. <laughs> Of the brothers and sisters? Brothers and sisters. All right, hold on. <laughs> this dude is in Arizona, I believe. Why you do that? Because he crushed the numbers with Steve Kardecki. <laughs> <laughs> Let's crunch. Let's crunch the numbers, guys. <laughs> uh, the, oh, the siblings ad. Okay, so this guy has a bunch of siblings, and none of them like him. None. <laughs> Paul Gosar. Six siblings. They all hate you. Um, What did you do? They all... They're all, they're, they put a, a campaign ad against him. He's a Republican. And they're all uh, crazy liberals. Isn't doing anything to help rural America. Paul's absolutely not working for his district. If they care about health care. So far just showing us their you first names. You just know names. these people. You don't know anything that's happening It just right shows now. the first names. They care about their children's health care. They would hold him to account. If they care about jobs, they would hold him to account. If he actually cared Third about person. people in rural Arizona, I bet he'd be fighting for Social Security. Just first name again. For better access to health care. I, I bet he would be researching what is the most insightful water policy to help the environment of Arizona. Speaking of water policies, he pees the bed. <laughs> we know. Arizona sustain itself and be successful. And he's not listening to you. Fourth person. He doesn't have your interests at home. He's a private investigator. My name is Tim Gosar. David Gosar. Grace Gosar. Joan Gosar. Gaston Gosar. Jennifer Gosar. Paul Gosar is my brother. My brother. And I endorse Dr. Brill. Dr. Brill wholeheartedly endorse Dr. David Brill for Congress. I'm Dr. David Brill, and I approve this message. I bet you do, Doc. Six. Look at that. That's four. That's four votes. Now let's let's uh, let's zoom in on the Gosar residence. Now you see brother over here. Had a, hit the brother had a reply. Yeah. I think he just said basically. They're all fuck, liberals. Uh, fuck them in their click. I think that was his reply. Yeah. <laughs> zoom on in the house here. It's uh, if you look over here uh, in the in the guest house by the pool. That's actually where Paul Gosar lives. They won't live in the house. He lives over there by himself. That's why he's conservative. He's rebelling against him. He hate his ass. That's what vote. <laughs> six, six siblings. You're, you're, you're six brothers All and sisters. All six of them don't like you. <laughs> what did you do, man? <laughs> Talk about it. Who hurt you? 
<laughs> did something growing up, dog. What did you, you do, do, man? Oh, dude. He he fucked all their girls. <laughs> you did something bad growing up. He, he joined the hundred keg party. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something about my brother. He's a piece of shit. <laughs> oh, you didn't have to see it. Say it. We knew. Yeah. We know now. <laughs> hey, Although the, the congressman isn't doing anything to help rural America. Oh. Paul's absolutely not working for his district. If they care about health care, <laughs> they care about their children's health care. <laughs> they would hold him to account. If they care about jobs, they would hold him to account. Also, he would clip his toenails right in front of everybody. <laughs> it was disgusting. If he actually cared about people in rural Arizona, shit. I bet he'd be fighting for Social Security, for better access to health care. I, I bet he would be researching she what is, is the most insightful water policy to help the environment of Arizona sustain itself Arizona. and be mad. successful. And he's not also when it was his week to mow the lawn, he didn't. He never mowed the fucking grass. He got all long. I got a tick once because we had long grass. What time he said he was sick? He wasn't sick. He wasn't sick. I can tell he wasn't sick. <laughs> Act like he was sick. He just want to mow the grass. He said one month. He said he had an allergy. Oh, sure you did, Paul. Likely story. <laughs> Likely story. Likely ass story. Listening to you, and he doesn't have your interests at heart. My name is Tim Gosar. David Gosar. Grace Gosar. Joan Gosar. Gaston Gosar. Jennifer Gosar. So Paul Gosar is my brother. My brother. And I endorse Dr. Brill. Dr. Brill wholeheartedly yeah. endorse Dr. David Brill for Congress. <laughs> I'm Dr. David Brill, and I approve this. Message. I'm Dr. David Brill, and... Uh, if, if I was Paul, he would have to die. The one that said wholeheartedly, <laughs> that brother had to die. That was unnecessary. <laughs> I mean, that's a great... Yeah, that shit, yeah. It's a great... <laughs> No, he he's like with my last breath I spit at thee. Yeah, <laughs> is what he's doing. He's on some on some Shakespearean shit wholeheartedly. I mean, imagine if like Biggie on Who Shot You brought out Tupac's mother. Yeah, to do a verse against Tupac. Like, I mean, that's that, that's the next level diss track shit right there. Hey, Machine Gun Kelly, got your cousin here. You want to tell us what you think? That he sucks. As yeah, a he's gay, man. <laughs> Paul Gosar, uh, I, I'm looking for his response. He basically just called them liberal loons, essentially. That's 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 yeah, that's like, a good response. Yeah. <laughs> Can't imagine why they don't like you, <laughs> loons. I see it now, you piece of shit, loons. <laughs> we were forced into this. David told BuzzFeed he cheered Sessions' policy of stripping babies away from parents at the border. How horrible. What kind of monster supports that? Your brother. <laughs> That's my we're just supposed to, in the face of all this, dragging our good name through the mug, we're supposed to do nothing? Oh, imagine the group text they got about that dude. <laughs> oh. Hey man, we just, he's at it again. Hey. He's at it again. <laughs> hey Paul, have you seen T- have you seen the TV yet? Nah. No. Well, uh, oh uh. my God! That when that when that first one came up, that that phone <laughs> lit up. The phone tree, the Gosar family phone tree. Yep. <laughs> lit up. Yep. Uh, uh, well, if I Turn on your TV. <laughs> Turn this shit on. Look at this motherfucker. Look at this. I wholeheartedly. <laughs> in, in 2017, seven of Gosar's siblings, organized by David, wrote a letter calling for their brother to apologize after he. He said the Charlottesville protests were backed by Jewish billionaire George Soros, whom he accused of being a Nazi sympathizer. David, Ooh. David said George he Soros hasn't spoken to his brother. George Soros was a Nazi. Yeah, Jewish George Soros. Yeah, there's a conspiracy about that. Yeah. Okay. David, 47, said he hasn't spoken to his brother since 2010. He told me he was a birther, and that was it. <laughs> In my opinion, that's just hardcore racism. 
The Brill endorsement videos were shot late August in Jackson and Laramie, Wyoming, close to where most of the siblings live and not far away from the town where the siblings grew up together in rural Wyoming. Jennifer traveled from her home in Washington to take part. One of the video production staffers involved she, in the project. She traveled for this. <laughs> yeah. Like, Jennifer, you don't have to come. Yes, I do. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I do. So yes, far, do. four videos Gas of the siblings the car now. have been released. They've done four videos, including one in which Grace Gosar talks about being a rural physician and how her views of healthcare have changed over her career and during her own cancer treatment. Uh, Jennifer said she'd been looking for ways to protest her brother, <laughs> whom she last saw recently at a niece's wedding a few summers ago, and the policies he supports. She had previously tried writing an op-ed about his policies, but said it hadn't been published by local newspapers. Um, I did. I now did publish feel, it now. <laughs> yeah, I did feel really deeply conflicted. Jennifer said, "This is not a pleasant thing. It's hard for them." On Saturday, the New York Times contacted Gosar's 85-year-old mother, Bernadette. Poor Bernie. To ask her thoughts on the endorsement videos. Poor Bernie. Which she was not previously aware of. Don't tell mom. <laughs> them kids are always fighting. She told the Times she was shocked and crushed at them. I share the same philosophy and policies that Paul does. Oh, this is that's where he gets it? He's, oh. he's done a hell of a he, job for Arizona, and they love the favorite, him. No wonder. I yeah. guess I really am a mom. Mom's favorite. Paul tweeted. Yeah, he's a, he's a mama's boy. <laughs> yeah, he's a favorite. Here's what Paul Gosar tweeted: Not one of my siblings lives in Arizona, and my opponent's policies are out of sync with what Arizona wants the country and the country needs. I will not be deterred from fighting for our conservative values, regardless of these attacks. Um, right. On Saturday afternoon, Gosar tweeted from his campaign Twitter account about the advertisements calling his sibling. His siblings, disgruntled Hillary supporters who put political ideology before family, All Stalin, Stalin would be proud. Well, so, now, who's putting ideology ahead of family? The birther? six siblings or the birther? Yeah. I know who, got to answer to, I know who has the answer to that right now. <laughs> Steve Kardashian at the big board. <laughs> Come on over to the big board. All right, we're going to zoom in. Look, this is, listen, the house is now burning. We're going to zoom in on the burning house. <laughs> It's currently on fire, which is going to make it a lot harder for these people to get on the vote because their registration cards are probably in the house, currently burning up right now. Who keeps a registration card on them at all times? Uh, let's just hope they get out to the polls. And they can do probably provisional ballots. Remember, we haven't counted provisional ballots, and we won't know the, the true count until the provisional ballots are done for all the people whose houses are on fire right now. Uh, Paul Gosar tweeted, uh, My siblings who chose to film ads against me are all liberal Democrats who hate President Trump. These All of them. disgruntled Hillary Everyone. supporters are related by blood to me, but like leftists everywhere, they put political ideology before family. Stalin would be proud. You, you know, another tweet. You can't pick your family. We all have crazy aunts and relatives. Yeah, that's what they're saying. Yeah. <laughs> they're saying you can't pick your family. And, and they're showing us that. <laughs> and my family is no different. I hope they find peace in their hearts and let go all the hate, says the birther. <laughs> to the six angry Democrat Gosars, go uh, see you at mom and dad's house. See you at the cookout. Hashtag yeah. MAGA2018. That's still going to earn you no votes. Yeah. <laughs> well, one of them hasn't seen him since 2010, so I doubt he's going to... Uh, they didn't interview the dad. Maybe he's too old to... See you at the family reunion. Understand what's going on. <laughs> so he's he's a mama's boy is what's going on. The other kids went out and saw the world, and they were like, oh, mom's got some crazy political beliefs. But Paul stayed with her. So him and his mother share the same political ideology. Paul watches the, watches his family while they go when they go out of town. Yeah. <laughs> he's the care he's the caretaker. Yeah. 
Isn't it crazy what Obama's doing right now? I agree, Mom. I know, Mom. God. <laughs> it's crazy. You're He's so right, Mom. They're all off getting their law and, and medical degrees. I'm going to stay here with you and talk. I'm going to watch you. You want some more, yeah. want some more yogurt? You know what's the problem with this country? <laughs> Let's zoom in on the map. <laughs> if you zoom out on the map, you can see. Go to the big board right now. <laughs> uh, look at the big board. How does this thing never have fingerprints on it? Who's cleaning this big board? Oh, man. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's, it, he he clearly got the ideology from his mom. Seems and like they've it. been letting it go because they're like, well, that's just mom. Mom's old. Yeah, now they're like, well, this fucking guy. <laughs> she's 85 years she's old. She's old and crazy. What's your excuse, What's Paul? What's your excuse? <laughs> yeah. You're like 50. He's a and disciple. That's what this is. Well, you know, mom told me. Yeah. <laughs> Either I, I believe in what she said or I get kicked out. I ain't got a roof. I ain't got no. Nobody loves me. <laughs> I think they've done, they said four videos. It's pleasant for any of us. It's horrible to have to do this. To speak up against my brother, it brings sadness to me. This isn't Trust just to believe about one of them siblings was like, I don't give a fuck. I'm <laughs> yeah. Which one would you say? Are you sad? No. All we're going to do is kick my ass. I kicked your ass your whole life growing up. I'll do it for free. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you think liberals can't fight? Our family. This well, is I think whole. my brother has traded a lot of the values we had at, the, at our kitchen table. I couldn't be quiet any longer, nor should any of us be. We got to stand up for our good name. This is not who we are. It's intervention time. And intervention time means that you go to vote and you go, go to, to vote. vote. Paul, out. My name is Tim Gosar. My name is Jennifer Gosar. <laughs> Gaston Gosar. Joan Gosar. Grace Gosar. David Gosar. Paul Gosar is my brother. My brother. My brother. And I endorse Dr. Brill. Dr. Brill. Dr. Brill. And I wholeheartedly have to reshoot that. Paul Gosar is my David piece Brill. of shit. Could you just cut, not okay, say cut. Stop it. <laughs> okay, cut. Sir. Can you just stick to the script on this? Please. <laughs> I understand there's a lot of emotion here. Yeah, I got it. I, I can do it. <laughs> I'm David Gosar. Paul Gosar can eat a dick. <laughs> Cut. All right, cut. Uh, sorry, guys. Less emotion. Sorry. Sorry. Less emotion on the next one. I need a, What's my line again? Uh, I've, okay. He's I a piece of shit. Cut. Cut. We're not even rolling yet, sir. <laughs> I'm David Gosar. Paul Gosar, the fuck boy. Oh, I'm sorry. Damn it. Damn it. Okay, cut. I'm sorry. I'll get it this time. I'll get it this time. I can't believe I said that again. <laughs> Keep slipping out. Okay. <laughs> I I am uh, I'm a uh, <laughs> I wholeheartedly <laughs> I'm rolling I I'm I'm, uh, I'm David Gosar uh Paul Gosar uh is a piece of shit <laughs> cut, no, cut. I, I'm just that's not even written in the I'm script. riffing <laughs> <laughs> I'm riffing don't cut me let me talk I'm David Gosar let me start again uh, hello be out here I'm David Gosar uh. Paul Gosar is a piece of shit. So is our mom, our mother's bitch. So could, could put that on your fucking video. <laughs> Throws down his mic. You're rolling this, right? Yeah, we're, we're rolling this. Don't worry. <laughs> this, is good, this is good stuff. The reason we're all being filmed next to streams and such is because we need peace in our lives from the assholes that we grew up with. Namely, Paul Gosar. Paul Gosar. <laughs> and our mom, Bernadette. Cut. <laughs> yeah, go ahead and cut me out of the wheel, Bernadette. I don't care. <laughs> You want some of this too? You run for office, you'll see the wrath of the Gosars. Oh, <laughs> oh my God! Um, update on the uh, the uh, testimony that's happening today. 
Kavanaugh has calendars from summer of 1982 that he plans to give the Senate that don't show a party that matches Blasey Ford's description. Who puts parties on their calendars? So he went on Amazon. Confirmation. <laughs> what the fuck? So he went to Amazon. Calendars can't prove it didn't happen, but his team will argue there is no cooperation. <laughs> Come <Group>. on. <laughs> okay, I, what I need, okay, sister, this is what I need. I need you to go get six calendars. Yeah. The calendars show <laughs> he was out of tattered. town much of the summer at the beach or with his parents, and they detail basketball games, movie outings, football workouts, and so forth. A few parties are mentioned, but include names of people other than those identified by Blasey Ford. How many people put uh, tried to school. rape a girl on their calendar? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, why would that be on there? Who <laughs> kept calendars of Let's detailed information this. in high school? Did he put on the calendars how much he drank? Because he says uh, the 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 word is out that he drank a lot back then. Why like, did you keep all these calendars? I guess he's a pack rat. He has calendars from the summer of 1982. He's a hoarder. You know, everything you're doing shows me just how much you're just further and further going down the weird, disturbing line. Right. <laughs> you know? If you go in my room, you'll also see that uh, tacked up on the wall, I have a lot of maps. Well, let's look I at have this. Circles of detailed areas where <laughs> people walk, and by people, I mean females. <laughs> uh, August 4th, bought binoculars so I can spy on girls. <laughs> Uh, let's so let's look at the year. The year he deep detail there, Paul. The year he met his wife. Does he have every date on the calendars? Like, there's just all we gotta do is look at the stuff that's not on the calendars. Why would you put? I went to a party on a calendar. I never had a calendar in high school. Did you actually have a calendar in high school? No. 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 Well, actually, you know what? My wife had a calendar. Does she still have it? Well, not that calendar. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't have the. She doesn't have her high school summer. Nah. Uh, all. All uh, documented. Yeah, this was about the same time I was in high school. I don't remember calendars. Well, he was he was Georgetown Prep. Actually, he's a little yeah. older than me. Jesus Christ, Georgetown Prep. That's the defense you're using. I didn't put on my calendar. <laughs> remember now, he kept calendars and all that. But when they asked him about lying to the Senate, he was like, "I I don't uh, recall." If you can give me a list of the names of the people, maybe Steve Kornacki. Does he have? <laughs> we go to the big board. We got a long list of names. Why guys. is Steve Kornacki in the Senate right now? <laughs> Going to the big board. I've got a list of everyone he's lied to, and I'm going to scroll for the next hour. It's just going to scroll. The screen is going to scroll. Well, get that together, Steve. Back to you. Back to you, Cabela. <laughs> Thing is, if you're reading this list on election day, you might not get to the polls. It's such a long list. Jeez. And if you don't get to the polls, you won't get the vote. You have to do a, maybe an absentee ballot. And that could really affect the polls. Good lord. Back to you, Chris Matthews. What we're not, what we're not sure about is how many people are reading this list of people Brett Kavanaugh has lied to. Hey, look at this calendar from 1989 where he documented the first time he fucked his wife. Who puts that on the calendar? <laughs> Brett Kavanaugh does. Brett Kavanaugh does. <laughs> Tell you that shit. Got laid tonight. Calendar. Calendar. <laughs> yeah, high five. <laughs> <laughs> You're my only friend, calendar. You've been with me since high school, calendar. Just bump. Calendar. <laughs> it's us. Mark Judge read a book about me, calendar. <laughs> One day I lost you, calendar, and that's why we're laying next to each other right now. Yeah, so, like, how many other calendars this guy? He's got got a calendar from last week. What's his calendar from last week? Yeah. They're all out to get me, calendar. <laughs> Is this like Al Capone with two versions of the books? This is everything I've worked for, calendar. They're trying to take it from me, calendar. Cook the 82 calendar. I don't even remember that girl, calendar. <laughs> cook the calendar. I got to cook you. I'm sorry. I got you written down. I don't remember that girl, calendar. They're lying, calendar. <laughs> <laughs> I never went to a party, calendar. 
Shut up, calendar. <laughs> you don't tell me what I did, calendar. I tell you what you I did. You shut up right now. I'll put an ink pen to you, calendar. I'll scratch you out. Is that what you want? Let's talk about something else, calendar. Tell me all the Jewish holidays. Rip off February, calendar. Say something else. I'll rip you right out. <laughs> Where are we at? Uh, we are at an hour two. Oh, yeah, I know. Mike's got to Yeah, we got to wrap up. Mike's got to go home and then go to a show. Yeah. Do we want to bring this home with uh, a calendar? The calendar do we want to talk about briefly the guys we fucked podcast hosts? And uh, I don't know how brief don't, we can I be on that. To, I don't listen to the podcast. I got the so. clip. I don't I don't even know if I it's I'm not a very sure. popular podcast. Yeah, I know. They headlined the improv over the summer. They, they did. did. Which improv? Yeah, two see? girls. Um I did see a clip of a podcast, a New York based podcast, uh semi defending them. I was of course. I was like, you're so wrong. Oh, but what? Did you, that pulled you out of you? I didn't say, I didn't comment, but I was like, uh, you guys are focusing on the wrong what shit. What was the defense? Um, I didn't listen to all of it. It was it was centered around, which is, a, I think, sometimes valid in that if you're a comic, people are going to dig up jokes. This was like four years ago, this podcast clip. Dig up jokes that you told years ago and use it against you and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, that happens. I get it. But um, That's not a joke. Well, there. I mean, it's a comedy <laughs> podcast. That's why I wanted to listen to the clip. I was like, "Well, I don't think it was a joke because I've heard people say this too many times." Well, no, I listened to the clip. It, it's it's not like this is this is how they talk. This is not like them joking around, right? That's what I'm saying. It's not a joke. And also, the they were saying, "Do you want people to be honest?" And people are being honest. I'm like, honesty doesn't absolve you from being a piece of shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, you're I'm people. People reacting. It's a straw man to say, "Well, they're they're being honest," because people reacting they're aren't being saying. Honest, so don't react. Don't respond to it. Well, people aren't saying. Look at these dishonest girls. People are reacting the way they're reacting because they believe the girls are honest. Right. So when you say oh, they're just having honest conversations, like right, and this is our honest yeah, reaction. This is to my that. reaction to it. Like you're honesty right. does not absolve people. Like put on a pedestal, honesty and comedy, right. which I understand, but that doesn't absolve you. It's not absolution because you're being honest. Um, it's a short clip. It's like a minute long. I had sex with two dudes. Sweet. Mm, and one was a black guy. <gasps> This is the Guys We Fucked podcast, so it's all about sex. Sweet. Mm, and one was a black eye. <gasps> Score! It was my second black eye, though. Everyone was like, oh, is that your first black eye? And I'm like, um, excuse me, I've been fucking black eyes. Yeah, but you even said your first one didn't count. The early 2000s. <laughs> see, that's jokes. Mm-hmm. I could see. We could, that's something we would say. <laughs> Thank you very much. The um, early 2000s. Yeah, this was like a real black eye. Like, basketball player height. Yeah. Stature. Yeah. Deep voice. Lives uptown. Yeah, he does. Does he have a deep voice? Yeah, I guess he has a deep he voice. He does, I, I think. Don't know. <laughs> he looks pretty black. He's pretty black. He's very handsome. Oh, he is very handsome. I, uh, he doesn't a- act black enough, though, but he d- he was this weekend, so it was okay. What do you mean? Like, talk black? No, I'm, well, I mean, just act like more like, th- I thug. I don't like people who like, like black people who act like white people, which I know we're going to get a bunch of letters like, what do black people act like? Guys, we all fucking know. Yeah, don't Only say, get, get your head Stereotypically what black people act like. And that's what I like. Yeah. Nico is kind of like that. Mm. Yeah. Oh, he's got close. that. So we all, yeah, yeah. we say gross. I love it. <laughs> so <laughs> Sexy. Come on. Like, wait a minute, what? So, the, <laughs> so what do we act like? The original critique was they're fetishizing black men. And there's more, I think there's more layers than just fetishizing Go black ahead. men. But that's one of it. It's just like, yeah. I like the stereotypical, you know, the whatever, the thugged out, mm-hmm. on and on. But the whole uh, acting, act. what is acting black? Yeah. Like, yeah. what do they mean by that? Like, yeah. what, do you, what do you call acting black? 
And who are you to decide that? Yeah. Two white girls who, I mean, the whole podcast is about fetishizing dudes. It's mm-hmm. about, they bring on people they, they have had sex with and they talk to them and all this stuff. So there's going to be fetishizing of everybody they talk about. But in particular, the whole, you know, this is what I find attractive. I want a blackety black guy who's thugged out. I'm it's black, like, what, the, yeah. what, are you, I mean, you're attracted to what you're attracted to, I guess, but what do you mean? Like, my question is, what does that mean? Like, what does that mean? Yeah, well, what does that mean? How what black is, do you want it? Yeah. What is it? And why do you get to decide what's black? When you say we all know, who, who is this all? Who right. is this all? Uh, just your circle of friends who all have the same viewpoints of what, what is and what isn't black? Come so on, if guys. You're, you if know. you're a black you know nerd, black. are you not black? If you're a black person and you're into cosplaying, are you not black? Are you not black if you, if the police don't pull you over? Is there a number of, of t- is there a number of things that have to happen to you in order for your see blackness your to be really black? You get no mug shots. You're not black. Well, for her to be attractive, you could to have you. simply said, "I like bad boys." Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know that covers everything. Instead, you specifically said you like black people who act a certain Thugs. type of way. Right. Oh, she don't want a thug. Yeah. She don't want a thug. No, she don't want that. She said thug, thug like. Well, yeah, she said the guy thug, that she hooked like. up with is not yeah. <laughs> that thuggish. No. Plus, who is she to do? What's what's a thug to her? <laughs> yeah. Well, right. he said she, she got it confused. She said thug with that has basketball hype and a deep voice, so it was like an R and B star basketball player. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, I'm hey like, girl, and Nino so Brown. Is Ibram X, <laughs> is is is, is Doctor Ibram X Candy? Is he black enough? Nah. No. no. Okay. He's not an uptown thug down. But he has cornrows, right? I'm not sure. Tanahasi right. Coates, is he black enough? <laughs> Probably not. He's a little nerd. A little yeah, nerdy. He's, he's nerdy. A, is he is he black he's enough? He's a comic book guy. Uh, you know? Definitely not Barack Obama. Uh, Barack Obama, is he black but enough? But he plays basketball. And it's really it's all yeah. it's black enough for her to be attracted to sexually. Right. But the question I have is, well, in what other ways, what other aspects of life? does that filter in mm-hmm. you know because you're specifically talking about say i want a guy who's uh whatever a certain aesthetic to hook up with yeah. but what happens when you go into a restaurant or when you apply to a job or when you have co-workers or f- circles of friends like do you judge them on their blackness or do you assume things about them based on yes she you does know, based on the, <laughs> the sound yes, of their voice yes, she, does. Or, well, she already told you that we all we all know that these are the type of black people we're gonna get letters but this is what we all know no we don't there's a reason stereotypes exist you yeah. know yeah. you made it this well way. yeah there's a reason the reason why stereotypes exist is because you perpetrate them right <laughs> that's why they exist right it's because they've been told to you and you perpetrate them <laughs> that's yeah. why they exist and you know. they uh, I don't think I don't know if they were responded they probably i don't know how often they record but they're a big deal like yeah. they have a lot of listeners yeah but again they would okay here's another thing they would call themselves liberal allies i'm doing air quotes they would call themselves allies well look i have sex with them well you when know. she says i had a black guy or other girl goes score Scored, right like some of that could be jokes so she's had she's had two that that yeah. is yeah you know uh, i've been I've, fucking black guys since early I've, 2000 yeah, you know, that's the thing is <laughs> it's on my calendar i i've had black guys <laughs> But I'm not racist because I've had sex with a black guy, but I know ex- the exact number of black guys I've had sex with. <laughs> right. I had three. If you know the number, you're racist. Right. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Yeah. And many. It's just been four. Uptown. Yeah, Uptown does. guy. Does he have a deep voice? Yeah, I guess he has. That he does. Harlem. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> They're in New York. pretty black. He's pretty black. He's very handsome. Oh, he is very handsome. I, uh, he doesn't I act black enough, though, but he, so did, he was this weekend, so it was okay. What do you mean? 
like talk black? No, I'm well. I mean, just act like more like th- I thug. I don't like people who yeah, like act right like there. black people who act Here's like nothing. white people. She has no idea. This is this is her white ignorance. You have no idea what code switching is, right? Well, he doesn't act. Yeah, around you, yeah, <laughs> whatever right. you think may be too black. He may not be acting in air quotes black because he don't want to scare you off, right? <laughs> or y'all might be in a place that he knows that if he acts air quotes again black, y'all may not be served, or the cops may come, yeah. or somebody might fuck with him. So he has to he has to walk these lines of acting too black. And then you're like, because she says, well, sometimes he acts like this. Yeah, because at other times then your guards are down and you can act more of who you naturally are versus the walls that you have to put up, which you know nothing about because you don't have to put any walls up because the world bends down and breaks around you. You can wear a hoodie. Day. Well, and then the fetishizing comes in is because I don't think that particularly matters to her. She just wants to experience these people on a sexual level only. Right. So like exist for me as someone to turn me on and then don't exist for me in any other capacity. Then disappear. Right. You know? So, and, right. And that's where the fetishizing, which He is, lives in all kinds of other, and all, and he lives in other, he lives a complete life, and you don't want to, you don't want to allow him to live a complete life. Right. You know? Black? No, I'm, well, I mean, just act like more like, th- I thug. I don't like people who like, like black people who act like white people, which I know we're going to get a bunch of letters like, what do black people act like? Guys, we all fucking know. Yeah, no, don't we don't say, know. Get your stereotypically you what black people act like. And that's what, what I like. stereotypical yeah. action of blackness. You explain to me what that is. Yeah. And then explain to me why you like that. Right. <laughs> explain to me why you like that. Explain to me why you don't like black people who who, who act in your opinion, white, and what is acting white? And does right. that make them less than? And what, what, when you than? are attracted to white people, do you like white acting right. people? Or do you like white people who act, act black, black? Whatever that means. You know, because then, then it opens up a whole thing. Is it, It's not really the act then. It's the color of skin that goes along with the act. Because if it's a white guy acting white, and that doesn't turn her off, but a black you know, what's guy funny acting. Is everybody, likes, everybody likes the black guy mm-hmm. who acts white. But yeah. no one likes the white guy who acts black. No. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking John B, man. <laughs> Tell you what. <laughs> I wouldn't vote for him. <laughs> Nico is kind of like that. Who? Mm, yeah. Oh, he's got that hood sweat. Have a little. Mm, I love it. Have a little. I love it. Gotta do thug life. Sexy. Come on. I took. Just that hood swag. Hood swag. First of all, no one uses the word swag anymore. Yeah, well, that was 2014. <laughs> that was 2014. So maybe, okay. maybe, the, maybe it was uh, all the rage. I mean, it's not going to be anything. But again, it's 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 that's our that's our allies. They call themselves our allies, but they have no concept of of what they're talking about nor what they're right. They've never examined themselves and not examining anything, and then they feel like they're qualified. Now you're qualified to tell me what blackness is, because that's what you're doing. You're telling me what blackness is. Come on, you know. And you I'm know. the black guy who lives inside black skin, but you're telling me what it means to you be a black know. man. Right. You're not aware. You're not woke. You know. Right. So you're <laughs> going to tell me now what it is, you white girl who occasionally have sex with, with at least two. <laughs> Twins since men. 2000. And, and it's on her calendar. At least two. It's on the so, calendar. It's on the calendar. <laughs> now you would never marry one, right? Nor long-term date one, but you will have sex with a couple because you know you're progressive, right? And you're going to settle down and move into your white world life. You know, it's it's bullshit. It's bullshit. And then they call ourselves our allies. That's why I say we don't have any allies, man. We just yeah, it's uh, it's it's just it's willful ignorance and willful disrespect. Yeah, because you're in New York. You there's people of all 
types. You should. Uh, New York is a place where you're supposed to sort of to yeah. erode melting pot. It erodes to... some stereotypes, right? Because mm-hmm. you're like, oh, okay, yeah, this is. There's a lot more on the spectrum of people than the stereotypes right. I know. Or you can obviously, no matter where you live, you can just insulate yourself if you want. But to sort of go on this like uptown hood tourism fuck trip, and <laughs> yeah. and then say, uh, come on. You know what I mean. You know what I mean. It's like, yeah, I, right. You're objectifying. You're, you're objectifying black men. Fetishizing. And <laughs> they exist for you in one capacity. Mm-hmm. And in other capacities, you probably don't like them that much. Yeah, you look down. Yeah, definitely. You definitely look You look down on the black accountant. You look down on the black computer person. You look down on the black executive. You look down on just the black guy working in a deli. Right. <laughs> you know, because he doesn't do this or he doesn't do that or what you perceive as not not blackness or we're outside of a space where we're not supposed to be in. And when we move outside of those space, when we're inside the spaces that we're supposed to be in that you deem black, then you're comfortable. But if we're outside of those spaces, then we're uncomfortable to you. Right. At least yeah. sexually. That's but a big probably part more. of the reason why a guy like Cat Williams does the, Cat Williams does the material he does and, and, and uh, Kevin Hart does the material he does mm-hmm. because, like I said, everybody made, they've made choices as to what they're going to be. Now, do you agree with the choices or don't you agree with the choices? Michael Jordan made the choice. Yeah, Michael Jordan is an extremely wealthy man now. He made the choice. He did do other stuff for black people, but he made a he made one serious choice in his life. You know, and you got to ride with it now. He's all about scoreboard. Yeah, Colin Kaepernick made a choice, and yeah. It's come back around for him. You know? Somebody's going to sign him now. They see all that money. Uh, it's possible. I don't know. <laughs> but I, don't think I, still, gonna, I, I still don't, don't believe it. I still don't believe it. I'll believe it when I see it because of these people. But again, where's our ally? All these, all these teams, there's no ally to bring. There's teams that are just losing, and there's no ally to bring them in. No. And by the way, she would, would she question Colin Kaepernick's blackness? I don't know. You know, I mean, you can argue that he's rebellious enough that she's attracted to that. Mm-hmm. You know, but he has braids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the he haircut. Has, maybe he has it's the haircut. And the tattoos. Yeah. He has the afro. Not quite dark enough for her, maybe. But he yeah. plays football. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Or maybe he's dark enough, and that's what she likes. You know, Hollywood black. You know. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's the perpetuation of that stereotype mm-hmm. you know you're talking to i don't know what their listener base was in 2014 you know what it is it's the same it is now it's white folks but i'm, I'm talking about the number of people yeah. it's, it's growing i'm sure but Chicago. whoever they were talking to then it's like come on guys you know yeah you, you know, know. What we're saying you come know on saying. guys nudge, nudge, wink, these wink. people exist for us for sexual gratification and outside of that they don't act right right you know because that's the other thing the, the thugged out stereotype is Someone who's quote unquote acting wrong. Right. I'm attracted to them when they act wrong, you know, which means I prefer to see them acting quote unquote wrong. Yeah. Thugged out, whatever that baggage is that that comes with that word. That's the wrong way to act in polite society. Right. And I'm attracted. It's the bad boy thing. I'm yeah, attracted bad to that. All she do is say, I like bad boys. Yeah. But her preference then when she sees black men is them acting in ways that are deemed inappropriate by mm-hmm. society. Mm-hmm. That's what she needs them to be yeah. for sex. Outside of that, I mean, I don't know what she if well, when she needs that because she wants she she thinks they're going to hurt the pussy. And that's yeah. what she wants. Well, she wants she it wants hurt. hurt. She wants that. <laughs> she wants her back broke. She wants her back blown out, blown out, and that this guy, this thug dude, that will translate into yeah. my my back getting blown out. But the question is, when she's not thinking 
sexually when mm-hmm. she's just living her day-to-day life how does that filter in to everyday we life we don't exist in her everyday life yeah, yeah. maybe only, not only that's the difference between street. being married to somebody and, and not I don't exist in your day to everyday life and you can't be married to yeah, me yeah does she have because your society doesn't, doesn't I'm not a part of your society enough for you to right. think of me as marriage material you know because any children with me, any like friends that she interacts with in day to day life in a non sexual way, who hear her say that, who are black, mm-hmm. would probably say, "Well, we can't be friends anymore." Mm-hmm. You know, so I ha- one, how does she treat black people Actually, outside? I of sex? wonder that now nowadays. There might be a couple because there are a lot of black people who uh, she's going to have black defenders. I'm sure right now there's going to be plenty of black defenders. Come on, you guys, you motherfucker, you black men, you know that this is what they did. This is and you don't have a problem with it. It's going to be a lot of. It's going to be a lot of defenders. Well, just on a straight comedy perspective, there are going to be black comics who say, "Well, you should be able to say whatever you want," and you know the yeah, but that's not abstraction. Comedy. What she was saying wasn't comedy, and, right? And and as you were just saying, you know, well, I was honest. Okay, well, this is my honest reaction. Uh, Rod from Black Eye Tips posted about this on Facebook. I'm scrolling mm-hmm. back to look at the. Jim Search, who is a black man, said uh, they've been racist as fuck. I had to cuss them out a few years back. And then he says later in the thread, yeah, man, Corin told me I'm not a real black guy at a party. I barked on her and told her to get the fuck out of my face because she was a bitter pile of bigotry. She then found some other black guys at the party to talk to make herself feel better about her racism. So she wasn't necessarily talking to him in a sexual capacity, but she still threw the "you're not a black, a real black guy" out at him. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's my point. That's a slur now for her. See? Yeah. Now, when did he become not a real black guy to her? When he wasn't that interested in her? Right. <laughs> did that? Was that when he became not a real black guy? Or he said something that she deemed inappropriate. So now mm. it's the whole thing of it was too proper. Uh, you're just a re- you're you're a nice black guy until now. I'm mad now you're a nigger. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's the same thing. It's the exact same thing. Right. I don't like you anymore. And then I'll just I'll go talk to these black people. Right. <laughs> can you write something black? Because <laughs> <laughs> so then you like can it. always lean on the, um, you know, I'm I'm a scared white. You're making me afraid. I'm a scared white woman. I don't feel safe around you right now. Yeah. <laughs> I feel attacked. Those HR words. I feel threatened. Yeah. I mm-hmm. feel some tension. Yeah. <laughs> Inappropriate. <laughs> and then if we say anything, then you get to play the. Uh, you get to play the uh, you're the you're the one card. They play yeah. that card. No, I gave black guys I gave black guys a chance. <laughs> a At least three times. of them. Yeah, I uh, can count them at minimum. <laughs> three a year. So yeah, it's just that's my point. It's like outside of sex, how does that filter in? If she's at a party telling someone you're not black enough, you're not a real black guy. It's in a non-romantic uh, environment. Then you know she thinks that way all the time. All the time. You know, it's not just this turns me on. It's what I'm into. It's not just that. Okay, so if she thinks that, we got to go ahead and just assume that her girlfriend thinks that too. Absolutely. Score. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just go ahead and assume that they that they're in it together. Score. We'd be stupid not to. But she didn't really check her on it. She just said, "What do you mean?" <laughs> it's like, "Oh yeah, I know." Yeah, what you mean. yeah, stereotypes. Yeah. You know. So, so you know that's uh, classic. And so that's that's the thing right there. Classic is that you girls. say ease the ease of saying classic. Yeah. And that we both we all know, and yeah. this is something where we are all like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It just 
And yes, they'll vote correctly. And yes, they want, you know, like we should have all the same rights as me. But then they're also the same type who don't mind the neighborhood being gentrified to hell and black people being gentrified out. And I need to I need to be able to drink coffee. Right. You know, and I don't, give a, I don't give a fuck where they live. You guys should just yeah. serve me coffee, not be in the same place right. getting That's coffee. That's the thing about gentrification. <laughs> yeah. They got to build it, but somebody has to come rent them places. So yeah. that means somebody has to not give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. There's more of us than there are of them. Besides, I have sex with them every now and then, as yeah. long as they're the right type. Every decade. Once a quarter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Once quarterly. That's right. Turn but the calendar again, page. I put some of this on brothers who, who fuck with them, who uh, I'm just fucking them. You right. Know? Well, don't. Ain't no love in it. Don't don't allow yourself to be somebody's toy. And look, ultimately, I, mean, I, I, I rephrase that. Yes, allow yourself to be somebody's toy. Okay, fine. But, <laughs> right. But <laughs> you know, but ultimately, know, know the right toy master. Let's say it like that. This is four years ago, right? Yeah. So the whole thing about like they can just take anything you said years ago and use it against you, and then all you got to say is, look, um, yeah, that was four years ago. I was problematic back then. Yada yada yada. Whatever. And be honest about it if you're having an honest conversation. Yeah, but they're not having an honest um, conversation. And say, look, I've I've changed, I've evolved, I've my eyes have been opened. I was talking shit back then because I was kind listen of listen to some Ibram X Candy. Yeah, I was kind of a shit talker. And so maybe their next episode will cover that. I don't know. I don't listen to their podcast. Yeah, I listen to their podcast. Maybe it has covered that. Maybe they've already put out an episode. But the instinct which comedians have to dig in and just say, you know. You know, you guys just want to ruin honesty and comedy can't be like, I don't like that instinct because it's like honesty would be what's your honest response to this? How do you feel about this? How did you feel about it back then? Was it just a dumb joke? Uh, You know, talk about it. Yeah. So. Yeah. And that's the honest, honest, like you say, the honest thing is to honestly, honestly search your feelings and honestly look at yourself. Honest. If you, if you want to be this thing of this bastion of honesty. If you say, well, I I have a blind spot. I didn't know I had it. Maybe I had one then, and since then I have gotten rid of it. Right. But I had a blind spot four years ago on yeah. a podcast for you a minute. Easily say, "Oh shit, I forgot all about that." In that in that time. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. Know. You know, when I thought about that later, I felt kind of guilty about that. I haven't right. felt that but way I since. Didn't, there are a I, lot of you know, things I didn't edit it out though. That I've, that I've uh, <laughs> I feel shame about racially, race, respectability politics. I was just talking to my wife about this respectability politics. Um, Believing that there's something wrong with black people, believing in the crabs in the barrel thing of black people believing. I feel bad about that, you know, not standing up about certain open mics that um, I should have said something shows that I, sh- I should have been the one to say something. I feel bad about shit like that, but. <laughs> but that's all part of. That's just the way it is. I'm no being one honest is, with myself. No one is who they were exactly four years ago. Right. That's part of it. So if you're going to say comics are being honest and opening themselves up well they should continue to open themselves up then even if it means losing listeners perhaps right, but right. but let, let's just have the instead but of digging in and saying want anyway and saying above reproach no criticism and yeah. you say you want honesty but like no i want to i want to continue yeah, no you know that's not honesty yeah <laughs> that's not honesty yeah continue having the honest conversation right. if that's the case so Proceed on. Right, yeah. right. Steve Karnacki, what do you think? <laughs> we're going to the big board. <laughs> right, we're going to zoom in on Uptown. Uh, we just zoomed in Uptown. It's full of white people. That's so strange. It's going to really change the poll numbers. Uh, everybody, when, they, when we had polling on Uptown, it was all black people up there, all thugged out black people. They don't vote. They don't anyway, vote. Uh, anyway, back to you. <laughs> they're too busy having sex with white girls. Back to you, Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> all right, people. 
we want to thank Mike B for sitting in with us. Uh, thank you for having me. a great time man. today, these two good podcasts. Uh, remember, now we have our show. What's the day on our show? October 4th? October 4th. Yes, October 4th we'll be doing a show at the Arnton Cinema Draft House. I'm going to actually put together a lineup early, and I'm going to reach out to some people, so we'll have it. We'll have it for you somewhere. Be looking for it. Yeah, <laughs> we have some comics, too. We didn't get on the last one, like maybe right. Dominic. Um Russ Green. I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, and some others. And some other, and the rest. Yeah. And uh, I think I'm going to host this one. All right. Host this one. I think I'm just going to do that. Do a host set. Up, do a host set in front, and then bring people up. And then maybe you get the next one. So I'm like something. Something. Yeah. Those lines. Yeah. We'll rotate it around. Playing around with the. Yeah. Playing around with the uh, the formatting of it. Yeah. All right, people. Uh, come on in uh, Monday. We'll be here for you guys. We want to thank again Mike B for sitting in with us. Oh, thank y'all. Thank you for having me again. Uh, uh, for those who don't listen or uh, don't listen to the Patreon, my uh, October seventh, the day before uh, show, the day before Columbus Day show at the DC Improv has been canceled. I'm now at the DC Improv October nineteenth for two shows in the lounge. October nineteenth, two shows in the lounge at the DC Improv. Okay, so the October seventh show is canceled. I'll be there. there. October 19th. There you go. Two shows in the lounge. Uh, I'll be at the DC Comedy Loft tonight for the Overachievers show. This weekend, Friday and Saturday also with opening for Brooks Whelan at the Overachievers show. October 14th, I'll be at the Cellar Door in Frederick, Maryland. November 1, 2, and 3, Magoobies in Timonium, Maryland. There we go. All right, so you guys come on back, and we'll be here for you guys. You, you, you got plugs. I don't have anything. No, I thought you were going to say something. Don't no, worry. I don't have anything. That's cool. That's cool. You will. <laughs> oh, they're they're roasting they're roasting his calendar on. Uh, <laughs> oh, are they on on Twitter? They are roasting. All right. it. Well, your guys are going to hear our jokes four Eli days later. Mistel. Do they do the do the calendars include all the times he was out boozing with his friend Mark Judge or nah? <laughs> <laughs> Jamel Hill, not shocked someone didn't enter gun attempt rape on their calendar. <laughs> I said the same joke. You did Jamel. say that. You said that joke first. All right. on on Jamel Hill. You know it's going to be four days late, but you guys, I I said it. Well, <laughs> trust me, guys, I said it. I made the joke. I said it. <laughs> I don't like Jamel Hill. She's not thugged out enough. She's not thugged out enough. She's yeah, not she talks. Enough. She's, Even though she's from Detroit, and yeah. came up hard. She's not thugged out enough. She talks to <laughs> talks to intelligently, and she you writes, know what I mean. She can string sentences together. I don't like that. You right. know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Ain't that right, um, um, Kornacki? Yeah. <laughs> and we go to the big bar. Zoom in. Let's keep zooming. Zoom all the way in. This, <laughs> this blade of grass is too long. All right, y'all. We'll see y'all. Uh, Monday. I'm Randolph Terrence. I'm Andy Klein. And I might be. And we're three guys on. Yeah, right. Let's go to the big board. Let's go to the, uh, <laughs> zoom out on the big board.